Each week, nearly a dozen movies are released theatrically. 40 films a month, more than 400 a year. That's a plethora of cinema. Too much cinema. You'd have to be an addict to see all that. But don't fret. We've got you covered. This is Cinematics. Welcome to Cinematics episode. Oh, jeez, I have it written down, Greg. What's this one now? Oh, well, I, 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 let me let me go on Spotify. By the way, Spotify is our new fa- favorite service, it right? It's Spotify. Down, the, oh, 146. 146. Right? No, we're off of Spotify because uh, Joe Rogan's uh, on there. Uh, oh, okay. Have you heard? I pulled this. Uh, we're banned <laughs> in Spotify. <laughs> I joke. Uh, I joke. I do know some of the, the mucky walk the head, the head honchos over there at Spotify. They're, they're you, good guys, right? Not a fan. No, not, no, a, not fan a fan of some of the people that some really? of the hires over there. I'm not talking about talent. I'm talking about some of the people behind the scenes i have some crossover with my own uh, uh profession my own career over the years and uh, they have not treated me well oh some of the, so you know some of the people in the, some, in the thing in the there's puzzle. some hires from k-rock but I, I should be i should be saying those kinds of things behind the patreon wall where yeah, i'm safe and cuddly oh, oh the patreon wall greg and i just finished a, a rousing discussion about two movies from 1952 we i never finished all, that's why i never date that's why all, that's i don't right. know what that means that's it, a family it, show um, yes what in <laughs> so, the world i apologize i, uh, I would uh, feel like if you finished it anyway. you would, but i don't understand okay so uh, uh, what you're suggesting is no, that I'm women not. can't no. handle you because you don't finish and it hurts them. I, I, this is a family show. What are we doing? <laughs> I don't know sorry, what you're suggesting. Sorry to though. throw you off. It's, it's we went Spotify finishing and Joe Rogan all all within the what else? <laughs> 90 seconds. There are some people that uh, from K-Rock World that uh, now uh, are very high up over at the... Uh, but I, what I was... No, I, I don't know why I went back to that. I, I was talking about how I shouldn't <laughs> be talking about that on the... Uh, because I we talk about all sorts of things that we feel safe about talking about on the Patreon. Patreon, yes. And yes, we, yes. we also talk long for them over there. Uh, you know, in Patreon, we were talking about how much Anderson is passionate about and John, and John Wayne and his work and John Ford and the Quiet Man. I was like, wow. I was very passionate. You know what? You're not lying. Anderson. I know what you're trying to do right there, but Anderson. you're right. I was passionate when I was talking about those things. Anderson, please stay quiet on the Quiet Man. This is getting a little bit too racy. And he was saying, yeah, I like how sometimes, you know, you got to drag it out. Drag we covered out. The worst, the worst kind of movie to talk about, Greg, and I think you're going to test for this, is a movie that you don't really care about one way or the other. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I really love Chaplin and, and how dare, if you listen to our Patreon, you have uh, Anderson for 60 Greg's doing minutes. Greg's classic <laughs> misdirect. Uh, we talked <laughs> about two movies that we well, at least myself i can't speak for greg but i felt very passionately about both of them one way or the other and right uh, it was a really fun discussion greg i i, I had a good time can so. i tell you something for our patreon yes we covered the Qu- quiet man and we covered charlie chaplin the charlie chaplin film limelight it's been a, was the year that we covered. And I apologize. It's been a horrible running joke with me and our buddies, Bruce Perkin, and Eric Holmes, about how you're it a fan a of, joke. of Steven Spielberg. Okay, it's a, it's a joke. Uh, what I'm most concerned about is, is Speely uh, catching wind of this and thinking that it's true and then finding out the dreadful truth, which is I think that he is uh, pandering uh, son of a bitch. <laughs> and okay, I, fair. Okay, so our joke is too old for this. The Speely joke is. But why do so? Listen, listeners, if you check out our Patreon, you have actually Anderson. And I didn't call him out. I should have called him out on this. He talks. He talks about Spielberg a little bit in the, in the I thing. Do. He, I, he, I, he, I he comes up. Spielberg. It, was, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't necessarily flowery. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Tell me, tell me this. I I, I don't consider <laughs> myself a a serious. Um, uh, film reviewer or critiquer by okay. any means, but well, uh, you should because you review films on I a do weekly basis. Review films, and yes. I do have feelings and and, and yeah. I'm passionate about right. them. However, I don't consider myself. Uh, I I I I respect my own passion for cinema. To, at the yeah, risk of yes. sounding a douche. Yeah. Okay. All However, right. I I ask you this because I I think that I'm I've a kind of uh, position myself where I could get away. With even yes, I, I talk movies for a living, but I think I can get away with banning a movie that is beloved and is up for a number of Academy Awards and including Best Picture. And I think this year might be the year, the first one in maybe 20, 30 years, maybe sure. longer, yeah. where I might not see the full slate of, of nominated movies. Because you, you, I listened to the film, Balton, you're saying you don't have a, there's no screening link, or there's no, you can't watch, watch West Side Well, I mean, Story. we're in that this blissful moment of, um, a limbo where a, a movie is not available. I think that actually might have ended. It might actually be back in theaters uh, momentarily. You're not going to take it apart. There's a, there's a blissful week where there is no way to see West Side Story without like <laughs> connections or, or sending for links. Uh, and I enjoyed that week because there's no danger of me having to see it. I sit here with you, Greg, having not seen the movie. I don't know. It's 12 weeks in probably. And, uh, you know, obviously, it, it, no surprise, but it's up for a number of awards. I don't, I don't think that means that I have to see it, though. I think I might do a... A, a full ban. 
on. Okay, can I say this? Okay, before we get to the movies, right? Will I be Will I be criticized for not critiquing this movie? <laughs> can I say this though? There, there's a lot of people. I'm not one of those people who don't like the whole MCU DCU comic book stuff, right? The fact that Spielberg is not a comic booky type of director. No, does he get points? No, no, no. He's not done the Avengers. I would or- rather him uh, remake <laughs> Endgame than West Side Story. Because you didn't like the original. I, the original was fine. I, there's no need to remake it. Yeah. Especially with Ansel Elgort. Great actor. What? <laughs> I'm just I'm kidding. I'm just saying. I mean, could be. What are you saying, Greg? He has d- dating issues, maybe, I'm sure. I don't know what his dating what? issues I, are. I know what he looks just, like oh. on screen. Uh, I know yeah. the feeling that I get when I see his face. It's not a good feeling. You get the same feeling that you had for Charlie Chaplin in Limelight? No, no? it's a very different feeling, Greg. It's <laughs> anger. <laughs> anger. Anger, disgust, and annoyance. No, yeah. no. Yes, he's, I dislike he's, him. The Goldfinch. He was the lead in the Goldfinch. And, and Baby Driver. Baby Driver. He, Baby Driver. Baby Driver is one of the most overrated pieces of crap that I've seen. I'm just saying. The opening scene is great. It's all downhill from there. Edgar, and he's in uh, so many scenes. Edgar Wright is smarter than us, aren't, isn't he? Uh, Edgar Wright's very smart. Uh, last night in Soho, he did swindle my money. He, he's, he's outsmarted me. He made me believe that it was a movie I wanted to see. <laughs> really? I haven't seen it yet. So it's really overrated. It's okay. I like the twist. It's like, hey, this is for the ladies. Or is it? <laughs> I like that. All right, Do you think Edgar Wright is beloved more because of he's like us? He's like a big cinephile and he engages with film Twitter and people. He I'm has sure like, that helps in today's uh, climate. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if that's the right. Not not necessarily climate, overrated filmmaker. Ed- what do you think, Edgar Wright? Edgar Wright. I mean, I mean personally, I love Shaun of the Dead. Blown out of the water by it. Couldn't wait to see everything else he's made. Yes. And since then, um, the Scott Pilgrim is the only movie that I've really you know loved. Okay, World's End. Not even. Okay. I haven't even seen World's End. I haven't seen I, any. I, I disliked World's End. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I, what is it called? The trilogy, the corn, corn yeah, hen, Cornish the, trilogy, the, the, whatever. The, the, Cornetto, Cornetto thing. Yeah, that's yeah. almost. I mean, that's almost like internet speaking in into itself, right? The only thing connecting those movies is ice cream, and it's like, oh, we get the joke. We're in on it. Yeah, right. It's it's. Uh, By the way, did you know the worst person in the world, which you talked about on TFV? You know that's part of a trilogy. It's called the Oslo tri- trilogy. I had no I idea. did know that. And this is like the last one of it, right? Yeah, it's yeah I was one. very upset when I read that. I'm like, oh god, I did it wrong. I watched the <laughs> last should, one first. We should have been watching the trilogy for like last ten years. But I'm glad you like the worst person in the world. By the way, very it's good. very very so, good drama. So nice. Very good drama. Very coming of age. Very good romantic comedy at times. Yes, even. and yeah. I, I want to tell you something. Have you Anderson? Have you ever seen a movie where it's giving you a message? Like for example, on the waterfront is ba- basically, hey, don't 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 rat on your friends, but maybe you should rat on your friends if they're corrupt, right? That's one of the themes. Have you ever seen a movie that has certain themes that you just took the wrong way? Oh, sure. I, I probably did it this week. Oh, I, I did it last week or for the worst person in the world. There is a moment, and this is not a spoiler, where one of the characters, he, he or she, they're talking about collecting objects when they were a kid. And they live their life collecting <laughs> I heard objects. This I heard okay? your interview. Oh, okay. And they talk about, oh, thank you. Okay. So they're collecting objects. We're not going to say who it is. But towards the end of, but, but for a while, when this person gets older, he or she realizes that the objects really don't mean anything. And what really means something is human interaction. So actually, Correct. what I'm wondering. Took it very differently. I, I took it differently, folks. <laughs> Listeners, you're supposed to connect with human beings. And I'm, this, is not a, this is not even a bit. This is not a joke. The last several weeks, I have been more passionate about objects and DVDs and Blu-rays. Things. And I go, you know what? For find your, find your film or cinematics, I need to collect more things. And I'm not kidding. I really am latching mm-hmm. on to more things now instead of people. Because other than yeah. you, Anderson, and, and Bruce and Eric and my family, there's really not, not many people that I really want to latch on to. And so I'm holding on to Blu-ray. In fairness to you, though, Greg, <laughs> I think that there was some commentary on the, the fact that we live in a digital e- EFT world, right? Yeah, right, right. Yeah, crypto. I love that. EFT, I, I, not, yeah, yeah, NFTs, yeah, NFTs, 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 right? NFTs yeah, just yeah. things like you don't even like you don't even own the songs anymore because like if if you if you die and you know all the songs that you bought on iTunes, I don't think that your kids just inherit them. I, I think they're just gone, right? We don't live in a tangible world anymore, and I think there was a little bit of that being spoken about because of the generational gap and whatnot. Yeah, sure. You know, I still got a, a vinyl collection. My yeah. wife can't wait for me to sell it. I mean, she's really, talking, yeah, she wants to turn that into crypto. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, it's stuff. So, ironically, my wife, God love her, but she, I think she wants me to sell it so I can help her buy more stuff on Wayfair because like, she is anti stuff as she is. She loves to like 
put the house stuff in the house. Anyways. By the way, the stuff is nice, though. I've seen a lot of your stuff. It's good. She, she's it's good. Eye. She's got an eye for good stuff. But uh, let's let's talk more about things that aren't uh, February, because I'm going to be honest with you, Greg. It, it's slim pickings. I mean, really? It's, Have you seen anything other than those? those I can talk about some movies that I talk about, but, uh, but I had this... Um, I've been, I'm off my sleeping medication. I, it, it, I never it, you knew you took medication. It changed my life for like seven years because I, I wake up with panic attacks. And when okay. I wake up, my brain just, you know, catches fire immediately and it can't, I can't shut it down. Was well, that good? Because that means you do more work when you wake up. Yes. But what happens is I burn out and then I, by five o'clock, I'm like, I can barely keep my eyes open. And I thought that it was something very serious a number of years ago. I went to the doctor. I, she did blood tests. I, I thought that, you know, maybe there was some T cell count going on. I, I, I thought the worst, like we, a lot, we, a lot of us do. She can put me on some, some a few medications that made it worse. And then uh, my, my buddy Drew, Dr. Drew, said, why don't you try this? It could be a sleep disorder you got going on. Sounds like it might be. And uh, so Remeron is the, the drug that I took for seven years or so, maybe longer. And it worked wonders. I called it my miracle drug. I only yeah, take half a, half a dose because it's so heavy duty. It, you know, it's really, really kicks your ass. It makes you fall asleep. Greg's, uh, Greg, Drew said when you start taking this medication – I'm like, oh, I'm going to take it. Like, you know, when I leave the Loveline Studios and he's like, do not do that. You might fall asleep on the way. I'm like, okay, I'll take it as soon as I get home. Anyways, it makes it nearly impossible to get out of bed. Like, it's like you just, I, I'm so, so I, I had such a hard time now when I'm up with the five-year-old all the time going back a few years. I'm like, you know, I'm just going to try and not take this drug. And I forget where I'm going. Oh, so I, I haven't been taking it for, I think I'm going on a month now. Right. And. I took, I took a one night because I could not get to sleep, could not take, but I'm waking up and I, you know, I'm, I'm getting out of bed and my mind is, is firing up right away like it did. But I've, what I've learned is seven years ago, I guess I wasn't happy with where my life was. So I would all, it was very negative. Like I would wake up with panic attacks and existential crisis and like, I'm, I'm going to die soon and I haven't done this. Now that I have a kid and then I've directed a movie, I feel much better because that was always like what was in my head. Like, when are you going to direct a movie? Then you, you, you loser. Like, that was the first thing I'd hear. But what I am doing still, what is happening? Sorry, you can hear a cat outside. Might maybe it's oh, in heat. Yeah, that's fine. That's yeah, fine. Um, I am waking up with random thoughts, like just that's weird good. thoughts. And then I have a hard time getting back to sleep. And I had one oh. about the beta test the other the other night. Okay, uh, Jim Cummings. Yeah. I just watched that for a second time right after the Super Bowl ended. I was depressed, so I watched the beta test for a second time and loved it just as much as I did the first time. Yeah, woke up with a random thought about the beta test uh, that night because of, I didn't take my my pill. God, I'm talking a lot. I'm sorry. No, good. And uh, uh, just last night, I woke up with random thoughts about Wes Anderson. Why? Why? I mean, I'm a Wes Anderson fan. I never think about him. And you're not a the hugest. I'm not a Wes Anderson fan. No. Well, you've liked, in fairness to you, you've liked a couple of his movies. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, Moonrise Kingdom, you you like. I like parts of it a lot. I'm I sure like you appreciate it. I like parts of Darjeeling Limited. And I, and I love most all of uh, uh, Bottle Rocket. Of course. You're right. And that's what I. Parts I of Rushmore, maybe? I, because you like no, Bill Murray? No. no, no, no. no. Oh, but, well, I mean, I did that thing, too. Tenenbaums hated. But I did that thing, too, where I'm like, I can't wait to see what he does after Bottle Rocket. And, and it didn't live it Went up. a whole different way. Yeah. It went a whole different that's way. What I, that's what was in my head. And I want to talk to you a little bit about it, because you know more. You know movies better than anyone that I know. So, oh, no, okay. That's, that, I mean, I don't know, I don't know that many people. So. I just collect stuff like the, you know, like the person <laughs> you collect the movies. person. Okay. Yeah. And uh, Wes Anderson, his style is yeah. very particular. Right. <laughs> He gets unfairly tagged for that, by the way. Unfairly? Yeah. Hmm. Because hmm. Brian De Palma, my favorite director, he does the same thing. Oh, he Copies from Hitchcock, split screen. What, 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 Wes Anderson doesn't copy. Yeah, that's, that's the one thing that I'll give him marks for is he, right. he does his own thing. His, right. It's okay. very, very yeah. Wes Anderson. And his most recent one, which I suffered through, was like a, uh, a <laughs> it was it was like a parody of himself. Like all his movies are a parody of himself. Right. right? Okay. Except for Bottle Rocket, right? Yes. Yes. Why did he have none of that in him? He didn't do one of these 2D, multi-leveled, um, you know, quirky little shots in bottle. Not a single one. It was all story-driven, dialogue-driven, character-driven. And so your your uh, theory is maybe because the Wilson brothers had more of an effect on Bottle Rocket? Is that what you're thinking? I don't know what I'm thinking. It just occurred to me, and I woke up in the middle of the night, and I couldn't stop thinking about it, and, and I was thinking... Maybe he did it once. I'd have to go back, you know, go through his catalog. I don't know. I'm sure the article has been written and people on Reddit have had this discussion. But I have not researched it yet. But I would imagine that he did it maybe like in Tenenbaums or Rushmore. And he got he got such positive response, so many like thumbs up for those scenes that he continued to add them to the point that now his move, every movie he makes is just that because sure. of the positive reinforcement. But he had he didn't even tinker with it in his first movie. Well, 
I think I, I think you just answered the question because maybe that with Rushmore, it, it solidified his style, and maybe he said, okay, if I do more of this, people are going to love it, and then he evolved his style over. Well, I think he evolved his style over the years. He's evolved it into a corner, right? But that, it's a, it's a really nice corner, is it? It's like Notting Hill. Every you know Notting Hill small part in, in England, right? It'd be like but someone likes to go like in there. A part like a house being decorated, nothing but MC Escher style. It's like yeah, fine. have have some have some various style, please. Oh, I don't know. I don't know because because if the same thing works and works over and over again, it works. It does. And it there's does. people who I'm love asking. it. There this are people the who there are people who really love the French dis- Dispatch, and there are people who really don't like it. Do they really love yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. people that really love that. There are some people who really think it's one of the best films of the year. I haven't seen. There's it. a type of laughter that I hate, and and it's it's ironic laughter, and and it's it's sure. forced laughter, and it's laughing to let everyone know that they get the joke. I, the, the only hate the laughter the only laughter I hate more than that is laughing uh, because you're, you're and I talked a little bit about this, uh, not Wes Anderson style but on on the film book but it's it's the the boss who's in the room and everyone's like feels like they have to laugh at sure it. you know yeah. he says something that's not funny you and I spent time around Norm y- yeah Pattis yeah like he would say something that's not very necessarily funny and like a bunch of his lackeys start laughing oh there's nothing worse I just want to fucking crawl out a window <laughs> hopefully it's high and I can just <laughs> leap to my clockwork <laughs> orange yeah. <laughs> I, just, I can't i can't but greg I, I the every atom inside of me is just exploding to yell at them I, anyway when when i sit down in a, a wes anderson movie and, and, and especially if it's like first weekend that laughter is just I, I hate being a human being when i hear it i can't believe that i'm the same species yeah it's a self-knowing self-referential laughter that yeah. it's just very eclectic I, oh hey i'm eclectic I, i'm in this like you said the corner i'm the corner and i'm i'm sophisticated because i love his films that's the kind of laughter that you're getting right yeah, yeah. Okay. And you, and you, you're aware of this, and you're still. On board. I, I, I don't laugh. You know what? I'll be honest. I don't laugh at his movies a, a lot. I just, oh, you know why you don't laugh? Yeah, yeah. Because they're not funny. <laughs> I like visual stuff. His movies are pretty to look at. They are. I'll they be, are pretty to dissect and look at in small doses. Not for ninety minutes. <laughs> I can't do it for ninety minutes. You know what I mean? Okay, so basically, if they were not- short films, I, I've said this a thousand times. I just, I, but I, it, it occurred to me last night in the middle of the night when I couldn't turn my brain off that like he didn't tinker at all with Bottle Rocket, and it was great. I did the interviews for Bottle Rocket. Do you know we actually did the interviews at the Sony lot in an office at a person, and and they were sitting behind the desk of one of the executives, and we just set up our mics. That's mm. how low rent that press junk it was. And then obviously with Rushmore taking off, then it's a whole different level, right? But it was nice. I, it was a nice memory. It was a completely different thing. And I, I knew then and there that he was going to be a very successful. Genius. I, He's a genius. But I, be, I was wondering, the same way I was thinking when Rushmore came out and then Tenenbaums and all this stuff, I go, what, what happened? To, what happened to that? Way? What happened? He's what happened? Like he's what happened? Not, yeah. 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 What happened? Yeah. It's a very interesting thought because it's a very human story and it's really likable and it doesn't have the flash that its other stuff has, but it's just I actually probably one of his more resonant movies, right? When yeah. come to think of it. And the, and the comedy lands and works there. For yeah. me. That's the main thing that was sacrificed, I think. With yeah. the stilted reads and, and performances. And an argument can be made that you know, Kubrick in, in Fear and Desire, his first movie, like there's nothing recognizable in that. Uh, I get that. And yeah. There is some truth. To maybe that, you're but. shooting your first movie as a jumping off point to what you really want to do. And maybe that's what Wes Anderson was. This is my fear and desire, yeah. which is – and unfortunately, a lot of people loved – Bottle Rocket a lot more than Fear and Desire, right? So oh, people, yeah. Fear and Desire is not not a good movie, right? So they're trying to bury it. Yeah, so there are probably more people who are not Wes Anderson fans want him to go back to where Bottle Rocket was, like you. So, but I could also, and we'll get off this, but I could also, I, I hear my own self yelling like, "Well, then there are other filmmakers that can make Bottle Rocket, but there's no one else that's making Wes Anderson movies as they are today. So at least they're original and they are their own thing, and they're right, but." I I personally would prefer Bottle Rocket over anything he's done. Anderson, with how much little time you have during the week with your with doing stuff with documentary, all the other stuff, with the, the podcasts mm. and and being a dad, the, the child. Yes. Yeah, do you miss not waking, just having a full sleep and not waking up and thinking about these things for a little bit? Yeah, so I can't I can't control it either. I don't know when it's going to happen. But I'm are, lucky. I, I can sleep through the night. So he he rarely wakes me up and, and starts oh, his whole life. I, I'll wake up and just mean when I'm rolling over or something, and then I'll start thinking about something, and then it's like, ah, oh, crap! I'll be up I'll awake for an hour, kind of thinking about this in slow motion. Great. Oh, that's a that's a time suck. That is a total time suck. Yeah. Uh, uh, all right. Okay. <sighs> at least it's not like uh, at least I'm not screaming at myself, calling myself a loser like I I used to wake up every morning. You've done things with panic. Yeah, you've done things. 
I still wake up with the uh, like, ah, oh, I'm gonna die soon. I hate that being the first. Off. Yeah, yeah, we're, we we have. <laughs> I don't like to think about that first off though. Yeah, it's, like, oh, it's, it's right around the one on the corner. You know, almost. Do you think it's a nightmare one day one, if they say they find you at uh, Anderson Counter's found day? Uh, let's 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 make let's make it healthy, okay? Let's say eighty-two year old Anderson Counter right. passed away from year old Anderson Counter passes away from natural causes. Mm. He was found in his cold cockle production studio holding a expanded Blu-ray expanded edition of Bridge of Spies. Would would that be would that be a nightmare, <laughs> would that be a nightmare for you? Would that not would, be good? Would it help <laughs> would that be not good or uh... that would be very bad greg however <laughs> if the media twisted it and t- ran with it and said oh this this the, the banality and pandering nature of this movie obviously killed this man <laughs> I'd, I'd applaud that because at least the word would get out okay <laughs> all right let's do a, a little number generator figure right. out what we're doing for our, for patreon. our next patreon and remember for our patreon every month we pick up we uh randomly pick a year and anderson picks a movie and i pick a movie from that year and we spotlighted anderson to some deep dives on what happened that year cinematically and we, we do spoilers for, yeah, the, for those fun. movies yeah it's fun we, we uh talked a little bit about charlie chaplin's unceremonious uh departure of the country thanks to the un-american all right uh 1952 is where we landed last month and that's uh Strangely, where we just landed again. So we'll regenerate. Can you just regenerate to 1950 and 51? Because I'm cool with that. Uh, 1961, which we already did. I have it circled. We did that. Okay. Can we just... No, we're not going to go back to your, just, your beloved 50s. Can you just stop randomly generating things? And Why do you just, love the 50s? Can so I just uh, consciously circle something on your notebook that says like 1946? Could that no, be I, good? I prefer you not. We did 1961. <laughs> we did The Mark and The Children's Hour, two very interesting oh, movies. Very good. Children's Hour, yeah. Uh, both are. Oh my goodness. One, one was an apologetic movie for children molesters, and the other one uh, was uh, an unapologetic uh, movie about the hatred of lesbians. Yes. Both and movies would be viewed very differently if we released today. And listen to that Patreon episode because Anderson talks about being in the park of that location of the uh, Children's yeah. Hour. And the one that about the Children Touchers is not titled Children's Hour. Just as a little spoiler alert there, Gregor. Uh-huh. You'd think that I was talking because I said it. Yeah, yeah you, you think. But it's uh, 1971, that has already been done by us. So, see, we're getting in this territory. We've done more than half the year. So, wow. uh, Wake and Fright and Walkabout with the two Australian we'll films. That. that was one of the best ones that we did. 1971 uh, was uh, the second one bonus we ever did and that was awake and fright oh so good awake and fright would still frighten you to this day it's, it's very very hard to get through very hard to watch yeah just the, the poor kangaroos alone but it's good it's a good movie oh no what is this all right we just landed on the first year that we have not yet uh covered yeah, thank and you it is 1942 folks you know this is the month to join us on patreon 1942 that was a hip happening year we're gonna be <laughs> <laughs> I can say this. We did 1940 already. That was the 17th uh, bonus that we did. And we covered His Girl Friday and The Philadelphia Story. One of those movies was beloved by yes, both. Yes. One was beloved by one. Yes. 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 Uh, and then also in 1941, we did Meet John Doe, Hell to the Yes. I just saw that in the background of a movie I saw the other Oh, really? Day. And it made me feel really good. I'm like, you know what that, you know, movie that is playing in the background in this movie, honey? That's Meet, Meet John Doe. By the way, Meet John Doe, better than a lot of his underrated, underrated movie. And then the other movie that we covered for uh, 1941 was How Green Was My Valley. Which you've already mentioned that you're... Not, I talked about that yeah, on the page. Yeah, yes, John yeah, Ford's yeah, How Green yeah, Was My Valley. Not very green, very black and white. <laughs> and uh, now we're going to be moving on to 1942. All right, very good. Let's move on with our lives. Yes. And uh, talk about movies that we've seen since we last talked to each other, saw each other. What, uh, what, uh, just quick, real quick here. Yeah. All okay. Right, yeah. yeah. Go, go. Some for it. movies of note that I've seen that are yeah. new since I saw you last. Uh, because of you. And by the way, I, I love this split because it gives me something else to listen to that I enjoy and I love listening to you Bruce and Eric oh, yes. uh, talk movies it's a much different show than this one but it's got you as the center oh, thank, thank you. and those guys are great well, you know me rightfully so is a center because again I, Bruce and Eric if you're hearing this can 
Yeah, then you know, show sounds great too. Oh, really? I know you guys are all in different locations, uh, and it uh, sounds very, very. We good. love Bruce and Eric. I was kidding. I was going to throw a dick, but no, no. Uh, but they they really pushed me to see Bell, which is a, an updated, oh, uh, animated uh, film. Yeah, anime film, right? Anime, uh, right? Uh, right. Uh, updated uh, Beauty and the Beast, which I didn't know going in. I saw it in the theater, huh. not not IMAX. Didn't go crazy, but I did see it in, in the theater, and uh, I Resonant? really, really okay. enjoyed that Bell. Good. Okay, uh, good, worst good. person in the world. We already talked about a little bit. Uh, Beyond the Infinite, two minutes. Your mm-hmm. mom's least favorite movie. Yeah, year. she did not like it. Greg tried to have his his elderly de- mother watch this. I don't I think depressed. it's the type of movie you try and get uh, the elderly to try to wrap their brains around because you're fornicating your with your brain when you watch this movie. Right, and it's technology, it's time travel, and it's through a computer. It, it, it seems it, it's weird. It wrecks your brain. Yeah, it's really hard <laughs> to wrap your brain around it. It's very you're doing yes. uh, mental gymnastics throughout trying to understand what's going on. There were some holes, I think. Uh, there were some 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 miscues, some things that don't add up. Okay, yeah. But all that said, what did add up was remarkable. And this movie, from just somebody who has tried to make movies in the past and continues to want to make movies, and I think production, when I'm watching these movies, I don't know how these efforts pulled this off. It's insane. It's all about a... Uh, you covered it, though. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, guys, yeah. You guys covered it already, No, nah, right? but you know, it's it's only 72 minutes or something like that. It's very good. It's worth it's worth a rent, yeah, I think. I, I, it's four bucks, but a little movie like this is worth a rent. And I, you know, I bought it. I bought it for 10 bucks. I said, what the heck? Huh. Yeah. Sold some crypto, bought it. <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> oh, you don't sell low. Yeah. Uh, Jackass Forever. It was my favorite Jackass, but that doesn't say much. And uh, I saw a hero. Oh. Oscar Fahardi's uh, a hero. Yeah. Uh, Iranian filmmaker. And uh, yes, that man uh, makes a mean drama. I yeah. Really, really. Enjoy. Have you seen the hero? Yeah, very, very good. Very yes. good. Very good movie. A lot of it's it's hard to watch if you're just a, a if you're not really familiar with his work because you just see it's pretty much a job like kind of movie and you just see a lot of bad things happen throughout the course of the narrative and it's frustrating to watch things. and yeah. this is the first time he's ever taken on social media so it was really interesting to see his take on social media it's a movie that takes place in Iran and they have some different uh, laws over there in, in involving uh, debtors prison and it's uh, a movie about a guy trying to do the right thing but being um, uh, punished for it and right. It's I, and some of it's his own doing. Yeah, some for of, sure. He's not completely really, yeah uh, bystander here by any means. But at the end of the day, he's got a smile that's warm, and you like him and you trust him. And as a viewer, and ah, uh, yeah, and it, there's some of the stuff that he does, and you go, "Don't do it." You yeah. you you kind of understand why he does it. Yeah, and that's what makes a hero so interesting because you go, "I know what you're doing." Stay away. Don't please. Please oh, don't. Oh, no. Yeah. Right. Don't. Yeah. You're rooting. You're pulling for this guy. Not quite gemstone style bad decision making, but uh, <laughs> it's it's very, very good. And I, I don't respond to most dramas. They they a lot of movies and filmmakers and writers think, oh, this is enough to make the audience care. And it's just not. And I don't care. And I, I get very bored because it's just talky, talky, talky. And, and there's I don't care about the characters. And uh, Farhadi is very, very good at making the audience care not only about the story, but the characters in that story with mostly talking and very little action, right? These are straight dramas, but they're good. Very few filmmakers can do what he does. It's just very so well said, yes. Very well said. And then I, uh, I've i seen the beta test, uh, Jim Cummings' the beta test for a second time, which uh, holds up. Absolutely. Which is available on Hulu now. You can Everyone can enjoy their beta test on Hulu and uh if you watch if if you watch the first scene and you're like this is not what I thought this was that's the only scene like that the rest of the movie is very different it opens up almost with a horror scene right a jallo horror kind of movie jallo yeah, yeah. Like, almost like her jowls if they existed would not be anymore <laughs> right yeah, it's, but I uh, really enjoyed that pain test there he is there she is let's keep talking we're all very excited Greg yeah God I love that movie. yeah it's a very very good movie and uh, Jim Cummings he's he's a good as far as indie filmmakers he's an inspiration for what he does he's my new favorite younger up and coming filmmaker he's he supplanted uh, Jeremy Sonia oh he said well what's he, Sonia done for me lately he hasn't done a lot of things yeah I mean, green room's the last thing that I saw that was palatable oh no I mean I I do like his what was that last I forgot the near the dark or whatever no, hold the dark hold the dark, dark get it out of very here. interesting oh, really hold that film away from me oh, really still yeah. have you tried rewatching That's the film it? I might die holding <laughs> just disgust have you tried by the way I wanted to ask have I you tried before. rewatching it no Greg we but, don't live an infinite life <laughs> okay by we're mortal we're gonna die I don't have time by the way Netflix okay I love Netflix. They have a lot of good content. You know what they're not for? We're talking about objects. To get back to objects, they're not for DVDs or Blu-rays as far as their you movies. Netflix to, DVD con- collection? Like Mike Flanagan. What someone, someone on Twitter was saying, hey, Mike, 
I really want to get Midnight Mass on Blu-ray. Is there any way that Netflix is going to do it? And he oh, goes, I see what you're saying. You got to, and, he's, and Mike Flanagan tweeted, hey, you got to ask them because he tried to ask them about for physical media uh-huh. and they're against physical media out of their own content. Do you think that's – Do they – Do they? They just is it, is it financial purposes or are they saying they, we are concerned with our uh, carbon footprint? Uh, I hate may, when they hide behind maybe, that kind of stuff. Maybe, that, maybe that's it. I don't know if they've – I don't know what their official stance is, but they just – when you see a movie in Netflix, like The Irishman, I don't know. Is that ever going to come out on an extended Blu-ray kind of thing? Well, you know what they're forcing to do. you got to pirate it and burn your own copy. It's true, but I mean – Is that important to you? I know. Go to China maybe, but China sells them. Yeah, but it, it, yeah, I'm I'm a little bit sad that uh, Netflix is not going to do. Uh, you know what? You should be sadder. Well, it, what's ironic? It's ironic too because uh, that's the only place I got DVDs for like a full eight years, probably before they went streaming. Right? Was I like oh, how they, yeah Netflix? Yeah, they had they could see the future though. Even because I I signed up with Netflix in 1999 was my first year with Netflix, and they didn't have any streaming anything. Right? That's when you'd have to wait for two hours for a two minute clip to download your computer but they still call themselves netflix right because they saw the future they knew what was coming sure. they knew it was going to be internet movies yeah. so i you got to appreciate that but it was nothing but but dvds in the beginning yeah and then they had the ups up charge uh, for blu-rays you'd have to pay an extra two dollars a month or something do they still offer the uh, they still offer the they DVDs. still send DVDs, people DVDs, yeah right? they still send dvds but not their own stuff but not their own content which is interesting so what i was starting to say is what you should be more upset with netflix uh, about is them uh their 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 failure and inability to uh, create um, a good original content. Oh, film wise. Oh, film wise. Yeah. Oh, well, Irishman, Scorsese, right? You know, and uh, uh, there's that movie Sweet Girl, and uh, oh, oh, that's oh, the movie Girl, Sweet Girl, Jason Momoa, yeah. and Red Notice. Oh, Sweet Girl, yeah. Red Notice with uh-huh. uh, Ryan Reynolds and These The Rock. A banger. Yeah, Gad- yeah. Gad- <laughs> Gad- no, Gad- Gad- by the way. No, you no, no, no. Red Notice. Mm-hmm. The only thing I wish they they hopefully they'll do one of these days. Someone will sign a deal and they can do the final finally the sequel to The Accountant. I'd, I'd love to see that on Netflix. The Irish. I thought that, I thought that was happening. I thought that was a green light. Yeah, there's still green lights. It's still it's they're still in the you know process. Of the playing. Irishman, Gregor. Uh, oh, the Irishman. I, no, no, the Irishman with Scorsese. That's yeah, a yeah. Netflix movie. See, a Marriage Story. Most, marriage Story. Oh, was that Netflix? See? Yeah. See. All right. That's see? that's that you got me there. Okay, but how many movies did you have to go, including the Irishman, which I did not. The Irishman was. The, 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 movie. They essentially said, "I uh, Scorsese, it's very sad that no one will give you $100 million for you to do a medley of your greatest hits uh, for three hours. <laughs> okay. We will do that because we really want some credibility Oscar-wise, and we feel like you're the best guy to, to do that. So it's we'll true. give you the $100 and, and, million. Dollars. And of course, the power of the dog. The power of the dog, right? The Is that Netflix? Dog. Yeah, Netflix too, right? Come That's on. not an original Netflix. They might it's have original Netflix. Netflix yeah. Yeah. Is it really? That's okay, well, I don't. Look, I'm speaking out of turn. That's how I make a living. However, what I'm responding to is- This is promoted by Netflix, by the way, the, the segment, commercial, the, the, segment, com- right? the Netflix commercial uh, for the Super Bowl, where they're touting a new movie every week, and they're showing like these these horrific, horrific clips of horrific B style looking movies, and I'm like, oh my god, they are the new like ABC Sunday Night Movie of the Week. They're the new straight to video uh, platform, right? Right. These are all secondhand, but, but more upscale, B, more but with they? a but with a list actors, right? Like Charlize Theron in The Right Guard, or Liam Hemsworth. I mean, uh, Chris Hemsworth in whatever that movie what was. You know, that's all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but you're right because the playing right. field has, has sh- it has shifted. Where you know they do have more money to throw around than I guess ABC, and plus a lot of actors wouldn't have been caught dead. Of film actors would have been caught dead. Like Jack Nicholson would not have been caught dead in the TV show, let alone something straight to. It's kind of cool. I mean, you have a, you have an eighty million dollar to a hundred million dollar movie that. Comes out on Netflix. You can watch it. You don't have to go to the theaters. But they're good. But they're not good. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 dumbing down movies. Uh, I think. M- 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 okay, dumbing down cinema, right? But there's always there's a, there's a beta test. You see, but that's not Netflix. I know, but what I'm saying is like there, there's a there's a the beta test is not on one top ten list that I saw from the critics last year. I think it's just because no one saw it. Wow. I mean. You mentioned this on the film, Bob, but uh, The Killing of Two Lovers is not one of the top 10. Uh, top oh, 10 I movies. saw that a couple. I mean, no, no. I mean, you reviewed it. And I, I mean, these, these are the kind of movies, these indie movies. You see that, that people, Killing, the, killing yeah, of Two yeah, Lovers? Yeah, of course. I loved it. Loved, loved, loved it. Great loved movie. It. That was a top 10 for me last year. So, Oh, you've already done your top 10 list? I'd like to see that list. Okay. I didn't see your list. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a, how, I, that's how I, I, I round out my list, make sure that I don't leave any stragglers, is I, I try and see yeah. movies from these top 10 lists. I go through a bunch, and uh, you know, I, I find movies that uh, I had missed. Drive My Car was, was number one for me because I'm Asian. So that was my number one for, for, for last year. I, I have that. My Asian vote. On my computer, and I'll yeah. be watching it. Three hours. That movie's three hours, by I'll the way. I'll be watching it in 20-minute increments over the next two weeks. <laughs> 
it's tough to watch it in 20 minutes. It's, it's absorbing. And you, you see people, Asian people driving the car and they talk. So I hope that's a number one, number one film. Very. So you've, wait, have you started 20 really, are you, are really you 20 concerns minutes? Me. I was going to start it last night, but then I, I was very tired. Does your link expire? Are you going to have it for no, a while? I'm going to have it. I'm going to have it. I'm going to be okay. Oh, geez. Okay. <laughs> and I know you don't like the power of the dog, but you like the worst person in the world, but it didn't make your top 10. I don't know. Yeah. I haven't done my top 10. We don't do the top 10 until, until, after, until, after, until after the Oscars. Oscars. So the okay. Baltis are still a couple a month or so away. Okay. So. Cool. You got, got some stuff. I still might see something that, that, that cracks the top Come 10. on. Come on. Might be come on. Come on. It's top five. Oh. I'm giving too much away. Okay, <laughs> come on, come on! Oh my God! I, you know, I now. still haven't seen that. And it's, Greg, get out! Considering I'm a funkle, I should I should probably see that sooner than later. So my poor professor, my poor film professor, used to have to hear that. I, it, I such I just look back on my film days. I was just, uh, film yeah. school days, such a douche, such. But like, I, like a true romance would come up, and he'd be like, "Well, I, I haven't seen that yet," and I would scream at him, "Get out! Get out of your classroom! You can't teach us if you have not seen like, true romance." I mean, that was back in like. The, the late 90s, I, I was yelling that. I mean, today, maybe I could say that, but it still wasn't even respected back then. That's true. And I'm, yeah. I'm berating my... He had, a, he had a film in Sundance. A feature film in Sundance. Oh, I remember. I, I and I'm forgot, yelling at him. I forgot. What was that? the, the name of that movie that you... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you think, remember my teacher? Yeah, yeah. And I think it started Bridget Fonda, right? No. It, no. no there's no one in it. But it was an indie film that was Very was indie, popular. Yeah. That was, no one knew that. It wasn't popular. No. Well, kind of. Yeah, it was in Sundance. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, yeah. I forgot something the, with time. I can't remember. Ah, oh, I forgot. Uh, you mentioned the movie back. I remember you mentioned we were outside West One. You mentioned the movie that he directed, and I go, I know this movie, and I forgot the movie now. But. Oh, you did know it, though, Greg. Yeah. You're a, you're an incredible human. I being. forgot. Walking I forgot the movie. You know that we our our job there, our spot there, is, was uh, at West One, where you and I met, and we worked for a number of years before yeah. West One moved. But that location right there, which is pretty much downtown uh, Culver City, yes. was a stone's throw away from the RKO uh, back lot, 40 acres, RKO, 40 acres. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. So, and then it became Desi Lou. And I think that's why uh, Lucy, Lucille Ball and, and, and Desi Arnaz had that mural right there on the side of our building. Oh, I had no idea. Okay, very Remember cool. that mural? Yeah, yeah. That's because it was all right there. Yeah, and we, we were right next to the Culver Hotel, which is where all the... John Wayne owned that hotel for a while. Really? So much history. So much... Don't you miss going to Culver City all the time? I do. I miss it, yeah. You're, you're kidding, right? No, I, I really miss it. Okay. I really like that little town. Yeah. yeah. You know, back in the day, we, we used to... Anderson, I don't know if Anderson... I never asked you this. You know, how many years? 25 years? There used to be a play... The only reason why I miss I'm Culver City... In 96. City. Now, okay. The only reason why I miss it... It was close to this place called Tito's Tacos, which is uh, one mm-hmm. of my one of my favorite places to stop. Did you ever like the? I, I thought they were very overrated. Very. Oh, that's so they, sad. They weren't that good. No. That's so sad. I, I went. I'm waiting in line. I'm like, this is it. I like their mole. Their mole was really mole. good, but the t- the tacos were pretty bland. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, not as probably not as what good. What are we as, doing? What are we doing? Here? Probably not as good as Holdak, which I we can end the oh, show right now. Can we end the show? Can I can Holdak. I get the chicken Korean burger? Can you fried yes, chicken? Very good sandwich. Yes. So good. Sammy's is what you call it. Sammy's. Yeah. Hey, Greg. Sammy's. Let's. But the, the corn salsa, by the way. But listeners, Anderson recommended corn a corn salsa, salsa and I I, I did not. Oh, you did not. No. It ended up being very good. Okay. Okay. Coleslaw. It was the kimchi, I think, that they put on there. Uh, with very, the jalapeno. Okay. What do we Holdock. Do? We like, love Holdock. But as far as February 18th, uh, there's a yes. movie. Are you a fan of John Cusack and Emile Hirsch? I, wait, didn't you say Into the Wild is one of you like that I did a lot? not say anything along those lines. But they're in a movie. Would you ever watch an Emile Hirsch and John Cusack movie? I mean, if it's good, I, I don't dislike either one of them to the point where I would ban it. Okay, I mean, they're not—they're not Ansel Adams level. I, I have a certain movie that I like. I like movies that are action, thriller, crime drama stuff uh-huh. that you will probably just say no way. You know those all those Bruce Willis movies that would come out on Lionsgate. Or what's going on with Bruce Willis? By the way, it came up on Film Vault. What's happening with Bruce Willis? I, we didn't have an answer. He has for this. perfectly fine. Why is he in fifteen movies that you've never heard of? I, I year? love it. I love it. Why is he in all these movies? What's so going on? Is he broke? Working, he's a working man. Is he, does he? Because he you know, only feels alive on set in his he, trailer. He works hard. Oh, What's he works it? hard. Yeah. Yeah. I think Eric Roberts is the only actor that was in more movies with <laughs> see, him. All of those actors starring in all of those movies, I want to see all of them for some reason. It's no, just no my, my lane. Yeah. I yeah. told you the story about Eric Roberts at AFM, right? Like there was a guy that was like, uh, shopping his movie around at, at the American film market and he had Eric Roberts in his movie yeah. and that actually hurt him because like uh, Public distributors, Village. distributors were saying, oh no. No, we can't do any more Eric Roberts movies. We already have like five this year alone. That's like, amazing. Because he, he was just... This is before Righteous the, Gemstones, obviously, where he's kind of yeah. a little mini comeback, but yeah. just too many movies. Oversaturation, Eric Roberts. That's so funny. But no, Pursuit, it's a, it's a movie with Emil Hirsch, and Emil Hirsch is a computer hacker, and his wife and his his kid, 
They're, they've been kidnapped by, he believes, by his own dad. His dad is played by John Cusack, and he tries to find his wife and his kid, and he goes on a bloody rampage. He's just shooting shooting the world up just to find his family. That's a premise of Pursuit. It's directed by Brian Skiba, and he Brian Skiba is a director I like. He he released a movie last year called The Second with Ryan Phillip, Phillippe. I just like that his style. I interviewed him for Cinematics. Great interview. Tight. I was talking to him about DVDs and Blu-rays and everything like that, about his his uh, mise-en-scene, the way he works, how his TV, how he works in TV movies as his day job, and he do, he does movies like Pursuit as his passion. Really good interview. One thing though, at the end of the interview, I forgot to play uh, press record on the on, on the Zoom <laughs> on the Zoom interview. So I know I, I oh, actually Gregor. this is my Come mea on, culpa buddy. to Brian Skiba. Sorry, Jeez, Brian Skiba, you're for so this. So excited. I I but I do recommend pursuit for people who like this genre of film mm. uh, is it for you probably not no. definitely right up my alley yeah love seeing and it all, i didn't like point gross blank i mean i, I don't need to oh, see really? cusack right. trying to act say tough anything guy. say the grifters say anything it's show grifters. me say city hall three i'd like to see city hall directed by who city, city, Lum- <laughs> city <Lumet>. harold <laughs> harold becker directed by harold becker it will always be city lumet man <laughs> very good it's, it feels like a, a city lumet film right like city <laughs> Very good, but that's pursuits coming I don't need out. To see Cusack uh, acting tough. I just I don't need to see it. There's a movie called Uncharted. Which are you going to see that on the theater? No, no, no you're I'm not going to see Uncharted. No. No, you're not going to do that. Dude, we're still in the dumping ground. We're getting to the point now where Dog? It's like maybe. Oh my Jesus, <laughs> Greg. We're getting to the point where we're maybe six months out of the year because you got a couple of like uh, months in the summer that are just like unwatchable like, movies for the most part. As my buddy Tyler puts it, Tyler White uh, of, of the yeah. Adam's Astro, uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a guy who talks about movies who hates movies. My entire life is about movies, and I just hate movies. Apparently, I get really negative sometimes of the year, and February is one of them. Oh, it, well, look. January is another one. Do you one. have any, any picks this week? I, I would think that Charlotte Copley is a guy that you like. He plays the Unabomber. Ted, Ted, Ted K. My only pick. Good movie. Yeah. Very interesting movie. I can get you a link. That's not want. my only pick. I like. But by the way, you know, the uh, director, I believe his name is Tony Stone. You know mm-hmm. why you should like him? I asked him towards the end of our interview, what's his favorite, what, what are one of his favorite movies? You know what he mentioned? War, War Horse. No, no, War, no. Your favorite uh, Stanley Kubrick film. He mentioned Barry Lyndon. And he and I bonded over and I Greg, asked you're muddy, 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 yeah, muddy in the waters very badly for anyone who might. Have. What if a kind listener to, were to have said, oh, Anderson, I like, I've gotten a lot of what Anderson said uh, over the years. I'd like to gift him with his Barry Lyndon Blu-ray. And Bridge don't, of Spies, Bridge of Spies, too. Don't waste your money on my least favorite Kubrick movie that's not called Fear and Desire or uh, Bridge of Spies or anything like that. Barry Lyndon, get out of here! Really nice. Leave. Still, okay, but yeah, that's my personal favorite. Why, Greg? Why? Because it's beautiful. It was an experimental it's na- natural film. light, and it, it shows a protagonist who's really unlikable. He was the experimenting. He's as much admitted to uh, this to be fact. He wanted to see what he could do with low light and candlelight for his upcoming Napoleon. That's what Kubrick was doing with the studio's money. He was yeah, using just, their money to make a terrible film. I yeah. shouldn't say that, but I mean a movie that just. Just slogs along. Well, folks, I mean, you can tell us so what you think. So many zoom in, zoom outs. I love it. Ugh. I love zoom in, zoom outs. He, all, he, all he needed was split screen, and I would have been home for the There's, place. You know what that movie was lacking? What is in pretty much every other Kubrick movie? What pacing? Some uh, pacing. <laughs> well, well, yeah. But uh, there's just no, no like satirical biting humor. There's just. All right. Yeah. So uh, we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about it. We're not going to talk about it. We're, yeah, we're, we are. We're, we're going to talk about what, it. What just happened? What just happened? Yes. Yeah. I just... Uh, the discerning ear will be able to tell. Uh, we're dis- in the middle of a uh, very pa- impassioned uh, discussion about Kubrick's lack of humor in uh, Barry Lyndon. <clears throat> when I looked down, I saw zeros, the dreaded zeros. You never want to see that when you're recording. So that it stopped recording because we are, uh, we're on a tight budget here and uh, the show does not generate uh, as much income as uh, Greg and I would like. Yeah. So we, we can't afford anything uh, higher than a two gigabytes uh, SD card. <laughs> Which <laughs> gives us less than two hours uh, of record time. Yes, we have to, that's why we're, we're, uh, we're talking really, speaking really fast in the mic. Thinking about buying one of those uh, Viola, like, uh, Victor, Victoria, what are they? Victrolas? Victrolas, thank you. Oh, very see good. how I was trying to get two different words. Uh, and, and we can just record on wax, Greg. What do you That's, think about uh, that? Do you nice. like stuff? So I, I, love, like I love objects. I love objects. objects. <laughs> I also love I, Ted K. Did we get? Did we? Did we? Uh, uh, short circuit on Ted K. Yet or Charlotte? Did we? Yeah, we didn't talk Charlotte. I don't. Co- Copley, Shappy, yeah, no, maybe. We, we got distracted a little bit because uh, you were talking about the director's love of. Uh, Oh, we didn't even get our, any of our Ang Lee stuff in there. That's uh, all right. Ang Lee. Oh, the Ang yeah. Lee stuff was good, Craig. Oh, it was yeah, gold. Stuff was, but yeah, I, I, would, I would suggest you give Ted K a shot. 
because you like Charles Copley and he's playing the Unabomber. And it's a very locked in insular look. And since you're a filmmaker, you might like some of the styles from this director. I believe his name is Tony Stone. So it's a, it's a look at uh, our, our friend Ted, my friend and yours, Ted Kaczynski, yes, the, the Unabomber, Unabomber. Not, not a friend at all. Actually, I saw a documentary. Might have been a few parter uh, not too long ago. I think a lot of us did. And then, you know, he's just a vile, disgusting individual who had no uh, regard for his fellow man. Well, it is a character study. So I, I don't know. I Look, the director, he previously helmed a documentary called Peter and the Farm, which I really want to see. It's on Amazon Prime Video. So really excited to see Ted K. Our buddies, Bruce and Eric, they didn't really, they reviewed it on Find Your Film. They they both didn't like it. Eric liked it a little bit more, but Bruce really did not like this movie at all. That's Ted K. It's out now in theaters and on demand. That's all I've got for February 18th. You got it? You got anything else other than? Um, just because <clears throat> I didn't want to come in uh, in here with so little, Greg, uh, I did flag Strawberry Mansion uh, just because it's an interesting look at the not too distant future uh, where the government records dreams and taxes them. Uh, and uh, dream auditor gets uh, caught up in, in the dreams uh, of an aging eccentric. Looks interesting. It uh, premiered at Sundance last year, 2021 uh, virtual Sundance. That is. And uh, just some of the imagery of the uh, dreams, obviously is going to kind of be the make or break. And it looks, it looks very, very visually interesting. Oh, speaking interesting. of, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, speaking Different. of uh, uh, Barry Lyndon over there with the, oh, okay. the visuals, I don't know if we got to the point where like you were saying, well, yeah, every frame is like, you can frame it. You can, you can <laughs> yeah, put it in, a, in a picture frame and put it on your wall. It's everlasting. Look at, this, look at these rats as sailors. Oh, like, I'm, I'm interested to see what this movie is. Okay. I should check my email. To see I, I, it did not make my 2021 Sundance preview list uh, from last year for whatever reason, but maybe it's because the visuals within the company, uh, the, the the write-up that I read on it from last year. But uh, yes, it's called Strawberry Mansions, and it's uh, an interesting original um, uh, story. And cool. it, it's uh, stars and, and and is directed and written by uh, Kentucker Audley, Audley, A-U-D-L-Y, Audley, and Albert Bernie, Bernay. Bernie and I'm not. I'm not familiar with either one of them. They're both uh, fairly new on the scene, so we'll see. Okay, what, what they could be, could be good. You know, by the way, I just got a DVD for House of Gucci. Was it? Is it worth? Should I watch it? Yeah, first of all, you got to call it the Gooch. Uh, call the, it the Gooch. Gooch. Yeah. So the Gooch uh, be worth seeing? Yeah, I would. I would say just for Jared Leto, uh, who took a bit of a beating, but I was very impressed with his performance, his transformation, his unrecognizable. He just he just disappeared into the role. People said that he was doing Mario Brothers. I, you know, say what you want. Uh, he's got the last name Leto. I think he can do whatever he wants with the Italian uh, culture, right? Is that yeah, true? Yeah, he can, yeah, right? He if, can. if you're you Italian American, yeah, right? Yeah, you can. Yeah. I'm not. A, I'm not a fan. I walked into that theater, uh, not a fan of Jared Leto at all, from personal experience. Walked out an admirer. I, oh, that's, I, that's I love saying a lot. Did. That's I saying a lot. What, I didn't. I told you this, right? I'm, I'm watching it. I didn't know he was in it because I avoid yeah. trailers, and I know. And, and I'm like, wait, I think that's. I think that's. I think that might be him. Like it took me like four or five scenes before I'm like. I think that could be Jared Leto. I still wasn't sure. I had to watch the credits. Wow, very, very That's good. That's very scene. rare. Okay, I've got to say just because of Jared Leto, for February 25th, I have a, actually- However, Greg, yes. let, me, let me say this. The Last Duel, a far superior movie, and uh, got way less attention, praise, and uh, accolades. Yeah, I, I'm really Scott's my guy, so one of these days- I, And I still haven't you seen- You haven't the, seen The Last Duel either? I haven't seen The Last Duel. I haven't Get seen- out! I haven't seen House of Gucci, and I haven't even seen the movie he did about the uh, J. Paul Getty. The, the, the J. Paul Getty you one. with that one. Oh, I can I can definitely miss that one. Okay, the one that was recast. Yeah, with the Christopher Plummer, I can miss yeah. that one. It's got the, it's got two plumbers in it. It's got our boy Charlie Plummer in there too. Yeah, we love Charlie Plummer. We do. Now for February twenty fifth, seen spontaneous. You saw spontaneous. Charlie Plummer. Yeah, I saw parts of it. I haven't gotten finished. Get but, out! but you really love that as well, right? You I liked that. it very, very much. Yeah, yes. I think I think uh, your buddy, uh, our buddy, uh, your friends of mine, Bruce, uh, turned me on to that one. Yeah, too. Bruce. I just saw the Babysitter too, which was written uh, by the same guy that directed and wrote both uh, Love and Monsters and uh, Spontaneous. Good, Brad Duffield. Uh, no, not nearly as good as it. Mick G directed uh, the Babysitter. Not nearly okay. as good as the uh, the other two that I just mentioned. But not even worth watching the Babysitter. Not not. Even I mean, it's it. it's a hard question to answer when you say something like that worth watching because there's so many movies. There's literally thousands of movies that are better than it that you've never seen. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, so when you think of it that way, no, it's not worth watching. So it wasn't. It wasn't worth. Did you feel like you wasted your time with the Babysitter? Nah, nah. No, okay. It has uh, the lead from Ready or Not, which I really like, and I like her. Oh yeah, she's Ready good. Or she's not's good. Very good yeah. Now for February, 20- have you seen Ready or Not? No, I mean Darn that's it. a movie that. Get everyone- out! <laughs> my voice. I'm losing my voice. <laughs> You're losing the get out I voice. Get out voice. Yeah, yeah. No, have you no, see no, a trailer no. for the for Nope. 
No, I haven't seen that yet as well. <laughs> a lot of get outs. A lot of get outs here. <laughs> you see, this is a free uh, word associated. I, I've been yelling get out, and then it made me think of appeal, and then I had to appeal. Yeah, you love new one. No, appeal. Vi- visually appealing. Got to tell you, uh, appealing. I don't. Yes, I didn't. Lo- I didn't try and do that. But no, I don't love feel because uh, yeah, because it's something called us, which is very unremarkable. Master, masterful filmmaking. Do you right? really Did believe you? that? No, I still haven't seen that. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, actually, I'm not going to tell you to get out. You can miss us. Oh, uh, really? I can miss us. Literally oh. thousands of movies you have not seen that are better. There, just, yeah, maybe tens of thousands. Yeah, pro- oh, you know, and you've seen a lot of movies. There's so a lot of people who love us. A lot of people love us. They don't really. They think they they, 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 because they don't know. They don't, they don't know. know. They don't know. A movie that is good though. It's a movie called The Burning Sea. It's a disaster epic set in Norway. We love mm-hmm. Norway because of the worst person in the world. Comes out on deal on demand and in theaters on February 25th. The Burning Sea. Very very good movie. Not going to fully review it. Just it's if you have on demand. If you want to stay home that week. We're going to, we'll be talking about it. I have actually the interviews with the director and the lead actress, and I'm going to put it on our cinematics feed next week for the burning sea. That's my big pick for February 25th. I came across this one. There wasn't enough there for me to know whether or not I should, I should. So I'm glad to hear that you saw it. It was so good. And, uh, is it, uh, it's like the, the wave and the quake and all that kind of stuff. From okay. Disaster movie set in reality though. Yeah. uh, Not over the top. Not over the the top. Okay. It's good. It's well done. Uh, is it? No, it's it's not the same guy that did the original. Um, I am the captain now. Is it? No, it's it's directed by. I'm trying to look at the name. Uh, John Andreas Anderson. He his last film was the 2018 film The Quake. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Also, uh, going back one week, uh, Hulu. If uh, if you if you're interested, um, I don't have my notes because I took my computer inside to fix our, right. our issue. Well, yeah. uh, uh, a King's Man. Which I still have not seen. Oh, okay. And I don't know if I ever will. Um, is released on Hulu, but I also saw that it's already on HBO Max. It's weird. It's weird. Has it's weird. Been, it's been yeah. So it's on a couple of places now. It kind of came and went, and it was one of those movies that was in COVID limbo forever. It was supposed to come out like in like 20, early 2020 or something crazy. So disappointing. I just realized that I don't need to see it because I didn't see the follow up as much as I love The Kingsman. I never saw The Kingsman two. I never saw The Kingsman two as well. So uh, I'm not gonna yell get out. I don't care. But I mean, even though this is a dumping ground, at least we were gonna end the month on February 25th with a really good movie called yeah. uh, The Burning Sea. So oh well, sad. there's also this that for those of you who've been um, um, just pining for for Cyrano. Uh, it is uh, available. Oh, Cyrano, yes, uh, wide on the 25th. Finally, we can all watch Dinklage probably crush it, and the rest of the movie be uh, um, a mystery as to why it was made. Oh, very good. Very good. What's going on with that? I mean, what, what, do we need another? Yeah, I like Cyrano. I like the story. It's okay. Did you see it? No, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, but we saw uh, yeah, Cyrano on the Berger. Yeah. We, we watched bad the original. copy of it, yeah. Ba- a, a bad transfer, but we watched that for uh, for our bonus, for our Patreon bonus yeah. for that year. And then uh, who doesn't love Roxanne? It's great. Yeah, right? Roxanne's good. But do we do we need another? Uh, I don't know. Dinklage is good. I'll, Dinklage I'll is great. I mean, the, what, the thing that that man can do with each square inch of his face is phenomenal. Phenomenal. It really That's is. And I'm going to have to watch it just because of him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, eventually. I mean, it's it's a story we know. So, and uh, yeah, Cyrano. And on a romantic note, thank you guys so much for... Wait, you know, Anderson, we'll see each other more often, more often down the why road. Is it, why? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. I, I was just saying. Pipe dream. <laughs> <laughs> just, just not. Yeah, who knows? No, we'll be seeing each other yeah. more, huh? Yeah, yeah. The studios, uh, yeah, my, studio. my garage studio is getting yeah. up and running, right? I'm getting close. I'm going to start yeah. hanging some yeah, walls, some lights in the, in the uh, catwalk up there. Yeah, it's it's. Hey, we can start shooting stuff out here if you want. Yeah, we'll, a do capture we'll do card, it. A video we'll capture card, video capture. We can do live streaming if you like. Streaming, you. Be interesting. We got we got we got a base. We got a base. Oh, we do. Yeah, I, I, I'm just. Are I'll, you saying like this? The, the garage is the base. No, I mean, it's or, a base of fans. Oh, base, not fans. Listen, listeners, yeah. listen, yeah. listeners. They yeah. listen to us. I really love what you guys are. You, you and Eric and Bruce are doing. It's yes. very enjoyable. Uh, I don't like. I don't like hanging out with those guys too much. They're a fantastic fellow human beings. Lights of society. So. <laughs> All right, Greg, thanks for coming by. Thanks for coming to me, as always. And uh, thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, we will talk. Uh, very, hey, next 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 month, 1942. Should be good. It's a banger. It's a banger. <laughs> it's a banger. 1942. All right, good night, everybody.